What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Season Gaming Bitcast. Tonight, episode 57, Ainsley Bowden. With me, as usual, Dan Rodriguez. You might notice Bert's not here. He actually said he liked last night's Game of Thrones, and so we've kicked him off the show, and we're going to move on as a duo going forward. So no more nonsense around here for you guys. As it should be. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get started. Last week, we recorded uh, just before State of Play. So I know it's kind of a little old news now because it's been discussed, but I figured we could give our quick thoughts on it. So State of Play was a solid, packed 10 minutes long. 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, we saw, let's see, the biggest things we saw um, were Predator, um, mm-hmm. which is going to be first party, apparently, because made by Sony Interactive Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Medieval got its release date, right. October 25th, and that's going to be uh, retailing for $29.99, so a half-price title. Thanks. Shout out to the PlayStation Bros. And then uh, Final Fantasy VII was the big news. Uh, We got to see it again, but really there's no news for it. Just seeing it again. So, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm pretty hyped for Predator, I think. I know that uh, it it was done by the same dev that did uh, Final or Friday Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, Ilphonic. Yeah, Yeah, Ilphonic Studios. A game which I bought um, to play with some (laughs) friends who never, ever played with me. Um, And it went on sale a week later for free. <laughs> it went free to it play. It went free to play <laughs> right after I bought it for $40. $40. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Anyway, I love Predator. Um, yep. If they do it right, I mean, it looked pretty good. Um, you know, a lot of people thought it was like a new SOCOM. And I yeah. was like, yeah, 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 man, yeah. People and for got a second, pumped. I was like, whoa, yep. state of play, <laughs> turn it up. But it wasn't. <laughs> it was Predator. And I don't care. I'm still pumped for it. I, you know, the problem is, I just, you know, I think Friday the 13th might have done better than something like, like uh, what was the other one, Evolve? or uh, That's what I was going to reference, you know, Evolve. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little bit kind of the same vein as far as uh, what the game is, I guess, going to be like. But with a known, like, product, you know, with, with Predator, it might take off. Like a know? known IP, yeah. Right, new, yeah. Uh, Medieval, I don't know if I ever played that game. I think I did. <laughs> it looks kind of cool. Um, in Final Fantasy VII, I'm not sure why it's episodic. Uh, probably <laughs> because it's taking so long to actually do. Um, so by you know 2025, maybe we get to play the whole thing. It looks cool. PS6. Yeah, the PS6 will have it. Um, I think I think it looks pretty cool. I'm, I mean, I'll go back and play it if it's you know done well. <laughs> so I know a lot of people got mad at you know somebody's one of the voices. For one of the characters, yeah, but uh, not Barrack, is it? Uh, it's like it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't know. Just stop. <laughs> I mean, if a game comes out at this point, you know, just be happy. The game's like twenty five years old. Like, it is you know, old. Some of the some of the voice actors may not be the same. That might be true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Predator is a weird one because it felt like that whole four v one gameplay development came in and disappeared really quickly. Evolve failed pretty badly for Valve. Valve? No, Valve. I don't know. No, Valve didn't make Evolve. What am I talking about? Well, you know, Turtle Rock. It yeah. sounds like Evolve. <laughs> so it's okay. Uh, Turtle Rock made that, and that died pretty quickly. Friday 13th, as we know, you know, didn't get the support. It, it had kind of this cult fan yeah, base that still did. plays it, but uh, that's kind of dead now, and Fable Legends was canceled, and uh, it just never really took off. So I'm kind of curious to see if this is going to be successful or not. It think it's going to really come down to how much time and effort sony puts into it how much funding they're going to get how much time and dev they give it uh we'll yeah. say um but evil yeah 20 right though is that when it's coming out i think they said 2020, 2020. Yeah. yeah i mean so that's not that far away really in the no. scope of games i mean 
So they've got, like you said, Sony's backing. So hopefully they do something with it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I love Predator. I, I, I hope they do it right. Uh, Medieval, um, cool game, twenty nine ninety nine. I was, I think I said to you guys, October twenty fifth is a risky kind of release schedule right there in the prime heart of of uh, the fall. But at twenty nine ninety nine, and it's like a classic beloved franchise. They probably didn't spend you know hundreds of millions to make it, right? So I think that'll nah. be fine. And Final Fantasy seven, I, I won't go on one of my rants. Um, I am not a fan of that game. Uh, never have been. I'm just an old school Final Fantasy guy, and I thought that I've said it before. I thought that that kind of took the franchise a direction I didn't like personally. But obviously, millions and millions of people are excited about it. Um, but Sony's the king of hype. Yeah. I mean, n- nothing was really shown that we hadn't seen. We saw Final Fantasy VII remake in 2016. So it's been three years. I was three years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three years, and all we get is a new trailer. Um, you know, obviously they highlighted some of the key characters, and it looks a little better than it did back then. But um, they didn't really say anything. No. I mean, just said you're going to learn more in June next month, right? So I don't know really what that means. Um, probably the Square Enix yeah press conference. The, the press I would conference, assume. Because yeah. um, we were talking a few weeks ago about what does Square Enix have to show. Well, there you go. Yep. So uh, we'll see. But anyway, um, yeah, I was, I don't know. State of Play is a weird one to me. I am i just don't really care for the format. I don't care how there's no information beyond the trailers. I don't even care for the woman's voice. She sounds like a bad Siri. <laughs> she, she's just, she sounds like a B-budget Siri. Oh, like, man. I don't know. It just, it doesn't do it for me. I love seeing trailers of games, but the format <laughs> itself just doesn't, doesn't do it for me. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, Raising Kratos, though. Now we're talking, we're back to quality again oh here. Gosh. So I haven't watched it. I'm saying it's quality only because it's God of War, it's Cory Barlog, it's Santa Monica, and everyone else is saying it's fantastic, so I'm sure it's quality. I can't wait to watch it. I just haven't had the time. Um, you did watch it, said it's fantastic, right? Yeah, it's, it's so good. I'm a huge documentary nerd um, anyway, and now you mix in one of the best games you know, of 2018. Um, if not the best game, sorry, Red Dead. Hey. But um, it, it's 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 cool to kind of see behind the scenes of what actually happens with um with with Corey and you know all these other even the the actors uh, Chris Judge mm-hmm. you know yeah. and and it's you know and everybody the amount of passion that is poured into a game like this and you know just the relationships that these guys have together and then bringing their personal lives. You know, and maybe even putting them on hold and doing, you know, it's just there's so much that they actually let you see. I'm, I'm actually surprised at some of it. You know, I'm just like, man, you know, that's terrible for that person. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's part of that, you know, making that game that nobody really talks about and nobody really sees. You know, you hear a lot of these studios that get closed down because, you know, of either, you know, funding shortfalls or they, they the development just goes, you know, haywire. And then you... You see, even in those successful games, even in a game that sold three million copies in like three days, or however you know whatever it was, you know there were still struggles. Oh yeah. You know, and it's it's all about you know coming together and you know overcoming those struggles. You know, and and that sacrifice that sometimes you have to make. You know, and and you really appreciate what they do a little bit more after watching it. I think yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I'm gonna watch it again, <laughs> probably tonight. I think that's why 
those things are so important. We talk all the time um, about, especially lately, right, about crunch and how these developers are getting killed and how much time they have to put in. And, you know, it's not for the lack of passion from the, the uh, leadership staff at those studios, right? Like, that's why there's so much time, because they're limited on time, but they want the product to be good yeah. or excellent, right? Uh, nobody wants to put out a crap game. And so it's good to give people like us or more importantly, people who really get vocal about these games, yeah, right? Because they need sure. to understand the people behind these games and the passion, like you said, and the development time and the effort. And, you know, this is their day-to-day well-being. Yeah. Um, most people don't think about that. Most people have a normal well, normal job, but they have jobs. Come home and play games for fun, right? Making those games is this people's job. And when things don't go well, that's like your career going out the window for a yeah. lot of people. So... Um, understanding and having a little compassion for those people and you know like uh, Days Gone is a great perfect example you know a lot of people flipping their lid over bugs and stuff and it's like you know just ease up a little bit yeah you know um, it, it definitely gives you a different perspective which is nice you know as a gamer and it, it, do, it doesn't matter that it's you know a PS4 game it doesn't matter no. if it was an Xbox game. game it's just a game yeah. and you know there's just, just moments <clears throat> in that you know documentary that you're just like man i mean i don't know if i could have done some of the stuff that they did and made some of the sacrifices that they had to make and you know but but seeing the passion in their eyes and and watching them you know go from this little tiny thing you know and do different variations of whatever the game was going to be or what they wanted it to be to you know a game of the year for you know a lot of people so it just hats off to Sony Santa Monica to, to everybody that was involved in it. You know, um, it was awesome. It was awesome, and it's worth watching for sure. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. I just gotta find the time. So, um, let's see. So speaking of kind of passion and uh, well selling games, we'll comment on this real quick. It was just announced today from Two K um, Take Two Interactive. Not Two K. Jesus, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Take-Two Interactive announced their fiscal <laughs> results and in doing so talked about Grand Theft Auto V and uh, Red Dead 2. And Grand Theft Auto V has officially passed 110 million units sold. Insane. Yeah, it's bonkers. That's crazy. Um, as far as I'm aware, that puts it as the third best-selling game of all time, um, only behind Tetris and um, Minecraft, Wow. I think. Uh, anyone can double check me on that and correct me, but I'm pretty sure I've looked at this stuff relatively recently and I'm pretty sure only like five or six games have passed a hundred million units and it's now third. So that's crazy. Uh, just bonkers. And, and, you know, separate from that too, Red Dead 2, which only came out in October, um, has passed 24, no, nearing 25 million units. Wow. So it sold, I think like 17 million in those first month or three weeks or whatever. And it, that means it's sold another near 8 million in the past several months too, which you know, a single game selling eight million alone is considered a huge success. Right. They're like, yeah, it's another eight million. You know, whatever. Wow. So, um, yeah, they're doing all right. You think they'll ever get to that point where they break a hundred million units with Red Dead Two? No, no, I don't think so. Either. No, Red Dead doesn't have the the grip on kind of. I don't know what I'm well, trying to it's, say. It's just that accessibility with the multiplayer portion, right? It, it, it's GTA all Online. That, yeah, it's all of that stuff. It's all that, and yeah, it's just that Grand Theft Auto speaks to more of society than Red Dead does. Sure. Red Dead is much more specialized from a right. cowboy and western sense, whereas Grand Theft Auto Online is just L.A. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, mean, five. It's 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 still 
on top of sales charts in certain yes. places. You know, yeah. that's what boggles yeah. my mind. I mean, even like six months ago, I think it was number one selling game, I think in maybe the UK or somewhere. I'm like, well, how is that even possible? Yeah, just, it just keeps going and going and going. And you, you can get it pretty cheap now. You know? yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have some codes. Hit me up on Twitter. I, <laughs> I think I got a code for it somewhere. I have it in the wrapper over there. <laughs> that's, you never played it? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay. Remember, so oh, on, most people know. forget it's a 360 game. Oh, that's right. It's a th- table. Damn it's, a, it. <laughs> it's a 360 PS3 game. So I played the hell out of it on 360 when yeah, it released. Same. And then... Remember, it was $60 when they re-released it for the X1 and PS4. And That's I was right. like, oh, I've already beat the hell out of it. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. And so I picked it up when it was like 25 bucks, but mm-hmm. I haven't gone back to it. Nice. I, I totally forgot to, about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that shows you how long it's been on sale. It's been six years. It came out six years ago, 2013. So Still going. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, I would think in the next year, we'll hear about Grand Theft Auto 6, I would think. At least would. at least the plans, you know? Yeah. Um, which could be great timing, right? Because if we get Grand Theft Auto 6 out of the gate on the new consoles... Oof. You think we'll hear anything about it at E3? No. Yeah. They don't do it. Rockstar doesn't give a shit about E3. Rockstar is like their own... <laughs> they do their own thing. Yeah, that's true. When they say, hey, you know, March 1st, we're going to release news on Grand Theft Auto 6... Everyone comes running. Yeah. They don't oh, need, yeah. They don't sure. need E3. No, they don't. Not one bit. <laughs> so, yeah, Rockstar plays by their own rules. So, anyway. <laughs> Bad boys. <again. laughs> All right. Uh, Gears of War 5. So, just today, um, a uh, in Taiwan, a, a retailer ratings board basically leaked uh, release date and supposed cover art, which apparently I'm getting flack for posting mm. now. Uh, suck. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, the cover art came out, which uh, I wasn't a big fan of. So I happened to post it on Twitter and say, you know, if this is real, it's not confirmed yet from Coalition. Uh, we'll see. But regardless, the release date is stated as September 10th. And so that does kind of line up. That's about where gears will land, usually it's September or October. And September 10th is a Tuesday. And what. Um, Microsoft has been doing with their major games, uh, similar to some of the other studios like EA and whatnot, is if you buy, they may do like an Ultimate Edition where you can play it on that Friday before, right. you know, early, which of course I'll be there. Yep. Um, probably be there before that if I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think this is good. I think it's really interesting though because for people like us, you're not a huge Gears fan, but Borderlands 3 is coming September 13th, the right. same week, um, which is one crazy for fans of both like me but i actually like it people are like well how are you gonna find time to play both but that's the best thing now i can take one week off of work and play both i don't have to <laughs> i don't have to pick you know oh, it's like man. if they were three weeks apart it'd be like all right which one do i want to take off of work for now i can play them both all week so do they know at work like do they look uh, oh say, they know well he's off for this week let's see what's releasing oh they do yeah. yeah yeah my employee probably. my employees will come to me they're like it's a, a gaming week and i'll be like yes sir yep I'll be available if you need me, but uh, don't call me. Yeah. Nope. Oh, man. No, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I, I played the single-player Gears, um, but I'm more excited, obviously, for Borderlands 3. So, while I'll probably pick it up and play, um, I just, I got like three days, and then that's Because <laughs> after that, <laughs> Borderlands 3 is going to just murder my time. It's going to be insane, man. Um, well, Ge- Gears is Game Pass anyway. That's right. Don't I don't have, have to buy it. I don't have to buy it. Oh, I wanted to hit this table so hard, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Game pass. Game pass. Or Gosh. as or as uh, Bra says, game ass. Game ass. Or van. Yeah, it's van. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, not to say it's bad. We all love game pass. Love um, it. But yeah, I mean that's perfect, right? For anyone who 
this will be mark my words this will be the biggest gears game release uh since three and probably ever the funding from the coalition for this game this is three years of the development they have huge funding for this game their studios over 400 employees now this is going to be a monster game yeah um i think this will be the game i'm going to go out on a limb here but i think this is going to be that third person action game that not only reinvigorates gears um but that because it's on game pass right and you all these millions of people just get to play it is going to bring gears back into the spotlight and it'll be the first i think kind of big even though we hate it right metacritic win for the new xbox studios games yeah this will be the first major xbox game studios release since they rebranded right i think i I think they've they've had plenty of time i think they know you know they're already planning tournaments right for like tbs and And so Gears they, Pro Leagues, I mean, it's not big. It's not like Overwatch, right? right? But, I mean, it is an ongoing thing. Right, and yeah. so they've already got, you know, uh, contracts with them to, you know, bring yeah. bring that on to TV. The week it's, after E3. That's crazy. Next month. Yeah, and then you, you add in, you know, a couple months later, you add in, you know, Gears 5, and, I mean, they're, they're ready for it. They're, they're, they're really, you know, putting a lot of their eggs in this basket, so. This is their big one for yeah, the fall. Yeah, for sure. Um, it might be for the year. I mean, really. Well, it will be their biggest yeah. for the year. Yeah. You know, and I'm interested to see how, you know, this will be a really good test for Game Pass as far as, mm-hmm. like, how much it, it sells as compared to people playing it on, you know, the, the on Game Pass. Not that it matters. You Doesn't know, matter to you, Microsoft. You're no, paying. Nope. You're paying something, you know, <clears> and <throat> I'm fine with it. You know, just... You know, the, the fact, I mean, that you brought it, that it's on Game Pass, I just, I totally... Most of us forget yeah, that. I totally Because you think forgot. of it as, like, this major release. And right. And it's like, oh, shit, am I going to buy that and have time before Borderlands? Doesn't matter. Nope. Doesn't matter. You already got it. Yep. So, Ooh. yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to a whole bunch of Game Pass people jumping into multiplayer, because I'm going to give the shit out of all of them. <laughs> oh, man, I'm not going <laughs> to play one bit. <laughs> or I'll be his meat shield. So, that'll, that's how that'll go. They actually have those at Gears, you know. You can really? kill someone and pick them up, and you carry them in front of you like this, and they take shots for you. Well, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be me. Yep. All right, so we've got, uh, this game's been talked about for a while now. Uh, it's been in kind of early access and beta, um feedback on it from what i've read has been generally positive is dauntless so we were talking about this one last year uh a formal kind of 1.0 release was announced for may 21st um so shit next week as you're listening to this um on xbox one playstation 4 and pc on the epic game store (laughs) they've done it again um so uh not to start that debate again but um this is pretty cool four player co-op action role-playing game um has a more, uh, I don't want to say cartoony because that makes it sound kiddy, right? But a more lighthearted art style than Monster Hunter World, but supposedly kind of has some of that same feel where you're teaming up to take down these giant behemoths, I believe they call them. Anyone can correct me. But I haven't played it, um, but I've heard good things. It's gotten generally good feedback. So, uh, And it's free to play. Yeah. So why not? We'll jump in, check it out next week, and see what it's about. Yeah. You know, assuming I get through A Plague Tale and Rage 2, in in a week always too many games ah, it's too many games um but yeah i mean i'm willing to try it out you know get a couple guys and jump on and see how you know see where it is you know where you got to lose nothing that's, that's where free to play just yeah. wins because it you almost feel the need to play it because it's free right it's like this is free i better try it yeah except for the culling I had no desire. <laughs> I did try it, though, and it was terrible. And there were seven people playing yeah, that there game. There were seven people. It took me like seven minutes to get into a game. 
Which wasn't even full, yeah, right? No, it wasn't even full. And then it, <laughs> and then it crashed immediately <laughs> as I started moving. So, you know, oh, yes, that's not great. No. So, no. All right. So this one, um, definitely more hyped about after the news this week, is Wolfenstein Youngblood. So big fans of Wolfenstein here. Wolfenstein 2 was a brilliant game in 2017, that was, right? I think. Sure. Can't remember. Sure. Let's go with it. Yep. Um, but Youngblood uh, is coming out July 26th, so about a month you know, post E3 when we're talking about this. But the news that came out is that the primary uh, development of the game is being done by Arcane Studios, so makers of Dishonored and Prey. Um, fantastic, fantastic games. Prey, as I always like to say, was my game of the year in 2017, um, which I think makes, yeah, whatever. Um, but we've been wondering what Arcane's been working on, and it turns out we knew they were helping with this, but apparently they've done the majority of the development and because of that this game unlike the prior Wolfensteins which are more of a linear shooter this game will have an open-ended level design along the lines of Dishonored and Prey so fantastic news here yeah, in my like, opinion anyway. yeah oh me too I mean let's see you've got Wolfenstein 2 how do you make it better I'll make it just like Dishonored you know and and Prey from a level design from a level design standpoint yeah. yeah that's perfect man I mean it, it's because Wolfenstein, you know, the second, well, Wolfenstein 2, you know, it was it was fun to play, you know, while it was trying to be serious, it was still a little bit lighthearted mm-hmm. and super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I love Dishonored and Dishonored yeah. 2 and, you know, Path of the Outsider and Prey and, you know, those kind of games where it's got that, like you said, open level, um, open-ended level design. Um, maybe use some stealth tactics. Uh, be able to choose your 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 path. That's like the biggest thing. Yeah, you know, you yeah, can yeah. go. You know, I played through Dishonored. I think twice just so I can play it a whole different way. Hmm. You know, some of those games. They're, I mean, they're that good. They're that much fun for me. But yeah, I'm super pumped now. I mean, I was gonna get it anyway, but yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, it, it was. You know, this just makes me. You know, this this is gonna be one of those things where I'm probably gonna be playing it as soon as it comes out, yeah. as opposed to waiting. So yep, me too. So yeah. can't wait for that one. A um, couple um, kind of things that uh, have been quoted or thought, we won't say rumors, what have you, but uh, so a developer from Infinity Ward was playing a live stream earlier this week and happened to comment during it that some of the ex-Naughty Dog devs that are now at uh, Infinity Ward are helping with the Modern Warfare 4 story. In fact, he said the new campaign story, but it's Modern Warfare 4, right? So the rumor for a while now has been that they're going back to a full campaign for this in Modern Warfare style. You know, Call of Duty fans will know right away there's a certain few campaigns that stick out in the history of Modern Warfare, of course, uh, in Call of Duty, excuse me, and and two of those are Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2, Mm -hmm. considered some of the best campaigns ever, along with maybe Black Ops 1 and a few others. So uh, this is pretty exciting. It's got people kind of uh, reeling since hearing this. Even though it was a small quote, it could mean a lot, because the last campaign that um, Infinity War did was Infinite Warfare, and while the multiplayer really wasn't that popular, the campaign in that game was actually fantastic. Yeah. John, Mr. John Snow, by the way, yep. was the uh, antagonist. So um, anyway, um, uh, this is exciting to me. I, I, I say every year, not a big Call of Duty fan. Somehow I get talked into buying it every year, like probably 8 million other people. Yep. Um, but Infinity Ward, I think I'm in the minority, but I like Infinity Ward's Call of Duty better than Treyarch and um, Sledgehammer. I just... Something about the way they make the game I like better. So if it has a good story campaign and they revise multiplayer to go back to um, more of a, a core Modern Warfare multiplayer, then uh, oh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm in on this one. Yeah, I, that that was the first game really that I got into multiplayer gaming was uh, Modern Warfare, and 
the campaign was awesome. It was fantastic. Campaign. Modern Warfare 2, also really, really good. And it was a nice continuation of the story, if I remember correctly. Um, but it's, it's, it's just so... This is good. So Naughty Dog, you know, brings that high caliber. So we'll see what they do with the, uh, with the story. But I'm going to buy it again for some reason. Bought Black Ops 4, never played it. Um, <laughs> never played it? I mean, well, the, the one time we did it for oh, the Backseat the Gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you played that here. That was my copy. That was it. Yep. <laughs> Bought it. Mostly for game share for my kids. So yeah. It's just, you know, is what it is. Yeah. So. All right. Well, um, yeah. So we'll see. I think we'll hear about that at E3, of course, too. I mean, you know, rumor is with, as we've talked about, with Xbox being the primary kind of, with Sony not being there, um, companies like uh, Activision and uh God, Infinity Ward want to show the game off. We'll probably see this on the Xbox stage. Whether or not they have marketing rights is kind of weird, though, because PlayStation has had the marketing rights for Call of Duty for the past few years. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. Um, the other thing is that EA, EA Access is coming to PlayStation 4. So good news here. Um, hard to believe that if you remember the whole debacle with Sony and saying it's not good value for our customers, EA Access, when that was originally launched. You remember that? Yeah. Um, that was five years ago. Jeez. So EXS has been on Xbox for five years now, since 2014. But uh, now, at least, it's coming to PlayStation 4. The only thing um, that'll be different here is uh, they haven't really talked about all those backwards compatible games you can play on the Xbox side, right? Like all mm-hmm. the 360 titles, Dead Space, and all those others. Obviously, those aren't going to be playable on the PS4. However, in the trailer, um, it did show FIFA 19 and Battlefield 5. So... Rumor, of course, is you know they should be like for like between Xbox and PS4 on the modern games. Um, so FIFA 19 and Battlefield 5 would be great additions to EA Access, and it would definitely help boost the multiplayer uh, count. I think in um, Battlefield 5 and Firestorm. Yeah, I don't know what the you know actual subscription numbers to EA Access is. I have no idea, um, but I get it just so I can get the discount. Because I buy enough, you know, EA games where, you know, if I can... And I you're, normally you're buying digital it. anyway. Yeah, I'm buying digital. So, um, you get like a, you know, was it 10%? 10, yeah. yeah, 10% off. Um, and I buy enough EA games every year, just Madden and, you know, what was it this year? Anthem. I got, you know, at a discount. There's <laughs> 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 yeah. not enough alcohol yeah. on that drink nope, for Anthem. nothing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I imagine that will probably be coming soon well and you get um 10 percent discount on dlc and stuff too yeah. any 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 ea related anything thing. EA, yeah and then there's yeah. some games that you can you know like dead space you know that yeah. i wanted to go back and play and i never have because everything else is out again i mean there's just too many <laughs> damn games so i mean yeah it, it's 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 great for ps4 owners you know i mean i think you know and you can find these subscriptions for oh, cheap yeah. 18 man. bucks the other day I remember yeah. for a year oh i bought one you know, 50 a month yeah just it, it's nothing man and it's yeah. totally worth it you know if you ever feel like playing you know basically the last year's you know fifa or Sports nhl games, yeah. or madden you know if you can just wait it just a little bit usually six months and it's it's on there so yeah. and if battlefield 5's coming to it jeez yeah. and battlefield one's on there too battlefield if you like one's that. on there yep and all the stuff with it too i mean it's it's a definitely a good value for thirty bucks, but you can probably find it for ten dollars less. So. Yeah, don't buy it directly online. Yeah. If for those on PS4 buying it new, look for the cards online. Yeah. Find them cheaper. Um, sure. But yeah, I mean, this fall we know we've got Jedi Fall in order. Yeah, another one. Yep. We've got um, confirmed the new plans for zombies, and we've got um, so much stuff. All the sports titles, yep. of course, you know. So 
Yeah, so anyway, good news for PlayStation 4 owners who were looking for EA Access, and uh, I definitely recommend it. It's a, it's a good service. Who cares what you think about EA? It's a good service. It's good value for what it is. So, all right, what you, uh, that's the news. Why don't we talk about playing? What you been playing this week? Uh, sea of Thieves, a lot. A lot of Sea of Thieves. It's Man, like we a, had, uh, dude. I, I was laughing so hard. We played Saturday night for like five hours. We played yeah. for a while. There were times where I could barely breathe because yeah. I was laughing. So I don't think I've ever heard you laugh that hard. <laughs> like, just like there were times where you like you were laughing and you were saying something, and then all I heard was, <laughs> and I was just "Like, what is he doing? I hope he's still alive." Um, but yeah, I mean, we had a blast, and I've been playing with my buddy Greg, which in and itself was hilarious. Um, so, but even by myself yesterday, um, I got some. I got like an hour or two, and I just kept finding these missions and then they all happened to be like right next to each other i ended up with like 20 different skulls and chests and some other wow. stuff all sitting on my boat by myself and then i had to cook dinner so i was like grabbed my son i was like go turn all these in there's <laughs> a storm it. coming you know it's just it's yeah i mean even just doing the same stuff that i did a year ago but it's grown so much with these tall yeah. tales um which are you know similar but they're also you know they're dynamic too you know they you can go to different places um the the things change and i haven't tried out the arena yet no. um, but they've added a lot of just you know cosmetic content too um i bought a fishing. bunch of stuff fishing gosh fishing got my trophy ruby splash tail <laughs> that i don't know why i remember that that's that's i've been putting a lot a lot into that um what else have i been playing it's just oh, fun I, yeah Oh yeah, and I played uh, God of War. Started another oh playthrough. The documentary you got, you did it. It yeah. did. I mean, I knew it was, and I was like, <laughs> "Damn it!" So I started a new game plus on that. Okay. Had to try out the controllers. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I played a lot of that. More MLB. Nice. I want like, a couple other games here and there. Assassin's Creed. I finished the DLC content for that. Okay. The first set of it. Um, started playing a second set. I'm immediately turned off because it has to do with the Animus. Um, so I was just like oh, the worst part of yeah, Assassin's the Creed. worst part so we'll see how that goes I might I like to wait till they all come out so mm. I can just all play them all the way through I was kind of like that way with Telltale games yeah so I like to play them all at once so I have to sit there and go oh man cliffhanger so it, 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 a lot of Sea of Thieves lots that's awesome lots yeah I, I really want to jump into Arena I think we get a group of four just for yeah shits and giggles um yeah, when we were playing and we well, we started fighting that pirate ship and we were kicking it the hell out of it. We yeah. couldn't sink it and then the Meg showed up in the middle of it right. and all hell broke loose and oh my god, I was just crying. People ended up off the ship. And we <laughs> met some just random guys because we ended up we ended up fighting another ship later on, another pirate ship. It was a separate one. Yep. And these guys came over and just started helping us. Oh, they us started helping us. That's right. There was two of us against one. Yeah, yeah. and I ended up in the drink for a long period of time i mean this is towards the end of the fight but then i start swimming back i'm like and you're like oh my ship's our ship is gone it's sank i'm yeah. like what are you talking but about? i was That's on right their there. ship yeah you were on their ship but looked exactly <laughs> like ours so it's like the same color and everything i was like what is that and then we then they just decided to go after a galleon that was parked somewhere and yep. then next all, thing you know we're all back on our all hell we, broke loose yeah again. we lost our buddy trey he was you know beelining it from the other side of the map over to us <laughs> trying to come and help and I was on their ship though, and the three of them were looking at me, and I just started playing the drum, and we all started dancing. Yeah, you know <laughs> so what? I mean, when you, when you find people that aren't uh, a holes, um, that game is amazing. You yeah. got to deal with the griefers every once in a while. Every game, you know, everybody's got them. But you know, if you just, it's so worth it, especially again if you have Game Pass. 
You yeah, know, it's free. My kids today actually, he's like, hey, you know, I want to install Sea of Thieves and we want to start playing it, but you know, I don't understand. It says buy to own and install. I don't know what to do. I was like, you already have it because you have Game Pass. That's yeah. it. So they're like, oh yeah, okay. So then now they're playing it. So nice. I got my twins playing it. So I'll probably have to team up with them and they'll probably show me a thing or two that I don't know. <laughs> At least I have somebody that's competent. It could probably work a sale. They're not gregging it? No, not today. <laughs> yeah, so played that with you. I haven't had a lot of time. I went back due to Alden's recommendation, our buddy over at Third Wheel. Um, went back to Hollow Knight, which works because I own it on the PS4. And so I started using the Astro Controller and toying oh, around nice. with that and getting a feel for it. Um, really good game, really enjoying it. Um, it's got me, I uh, see what he means about the soundtrack now because it's, it's brilliant. I actually went into the options, turned the sound effects down, the soundtrack to 10, and turned the volume up the other day and was just sitting here playing it. So that's really, really fun. And then uh, what else was I playing? I tried all sorts of random games. Um, I started Black Desert Online, the MMO. Yeah. That's uh, Game Pass again. Um, <clears throat> so started that. It's, it's an MMO. Yeah. It's a big... MMO, a lot of fetch quests early on to level up, a little rough around the edges performance-wise, but there is something about it. It looks to be very, very deep once you get into it, so I just, I'm liking it, but I don't know, you'd have to put the hours in, yeah. and I just, I'm not going to be able to do that. Is uh, it is it like a third person? Yeah. Or is it, how's it, how, how's it compared to like ESO, or? Yeah, it, very similar. Very similar. Um, I think the combat is much more, um, much more like an ARPG, much more hack and slash action combat. So I like the combat yeah, a lot better. better yeah. yeah, it's more like an action game in that regard. I, I forget the name. Build a character. She's a female with this huge, like, black evil sword, almost like out of Nightmare, you know, from Soul Beautiful. Calibur. Um, but it's really crazy how in detail you can get in the character creator and everything. I spent like half an hour on that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Again, Game Pass. Yep. Started playing it. So, and Sea of Thieves, Hollow Knight, trying to think if there's anything else I was playing. Not really. I tried Descenders for like 10 minutes. Another Game Pass one where it's like a downhill racing mountain bike game. Oh, yeah. yeah. But in like yeah. multiplayer, there's people in the world with you. Um, it's pretty rough um, around the edges, but I see people really liking it, so I just think maybe I didn't play it enough. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll give a bigger opinion on that next time. But getting ready to dive into Rage 2 and um, Plague Tale. Yeah. So that's yep. that's really the key for this week, and then I'm traveling, so we'll see. But anyway, um, why don't we move right to that? So Rage 2 and Plague Tale out. Um, as you're listening to this, we're recording the night before, but um, Rage 2 coming in, reviews, very similar score-wise to Days Gone, really. Kind yep. of that low to mid-sevens on average. I know some sites have given it close to eight, eight and a half, um, saying that the gunplay as expected from ID, very similar to Doom, like I played last year, I've talked about this game since C3, is uh, just fantastic. You know, the action, the gunplay, the feel of it is awesome. The negatives they are saying is that the story's pretty lackluster and the open world feels a little barren. Yeah. So, because it's a big open world, but I guess they didn't put enough in it. So, so basically rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It knows what it is. Yeah, so, sure. I don't know, yeah. we'll see. And then Plague Tale, um, getting very good reviews, yeah. um, strong reviews. I've seen some nines mm -hmm. um, saying very good story. I think uh, it's sitting in the mid eights or yeah. something on average, right? Um, really looking forward to that one. So yeah. I've had that order for a long time. We may um, have some copies to give away Whoa. too as well. So um, we'll see, uh, stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, looking forward. I haven't 
gotten into either of them yet. No. So looking forward I'm ready. to it. Ready for both of them. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be reviewing Rage. You're reviewing Plague Tale. Yep. And I've also got Mortal Kombat 11 review coming later this week as well as you're listening to this. So, all right, nice. let's do uh, let's do a quick pre E3 question as we're starting to get near there. We're a month officially a month away now. So out of everything, anything you can think of that could be shown, not even confirmed, okay. anything in the gaming industry, what is the thing you want to see above all at E3? What would like make your day to see at E3? The Witcher 4. <laughs> <laughs> Before it be more realistic, a Bioshock game. Ah, maybe. Yeah. I mean. They, they, they keep saying yeah, more is coming. It's just like, ah, but then the Ken Levine or whatever his name is. Yeah, you got it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. But more cyberpunk would be nice. That's probably more likely to happen. Yes, that's um, a guarantee. They already said it's right. going to be there. So. I would love to see some new, the new Xbox hardware. If they you know, yes. at least say something about it, it'll be there. Um, then, I mean, just more games. I think I said that before. I we just, you know, not that I need more games, <laughs> or any of us need more games. We need something. You know, we need more time. So if you guys can <laughs> somehow create a time machine to give us infinite time to play all these awesome games that you have coming out that would be awesome that's actually ps5 secret sauce that is a yeah. secret is sauce. that when you're playing it time yep. moves at a quarter speed yep. so you have four times as much time to play right what he didn't talk about uh, was the uh, flux capacitor <laughs> built into the ps5 yeah. so which is awesome you know i mean we're getting to that point now guys that'd be amazing they just come out so while you're playing you get four times as much time as long as you have the controller in your hand yes like, time right. slows down they just want gameplay does not <laughs> yeah yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it just I like the bigger. I mean, I don't like the bigger games because they take too much time. But I do like the bigger games because usually the the better games, you know. I mean, you you for me anyway. The most know, memorable to me, I would right? Say. For sure, you know. The more time I invest in a game, you know, that's, you know, I always value stuff by like how much time I got on out of it, you know, as well as you know how good it is, I guess. But the more time I put into it, usually I'm enjoying it more. Except for Metal Gear Solid Five, I still can't explain it. How I have 300 hours in that game, I'm, I'm guessing it's mostly stealth and me leaving my controller to uh, go do other stuff. Um, so I have no idea. But um, I'm just excited for the whole E3. I mean, I just love that's my favorite time of the year. Just watching yeah. all this stuff yeah, no uh, come out and you know surprises. That's what I like the best is those ones where you're like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Like last year with Cyberpunk, yeah. no idea. That was awesome. I was like, whoa, what in the hell is this stuff? And it was, and then a, you know, not too much longer. Was maybe a few months after that, we got that 45 minute gameplay. No, no, no. Yeah, well, it whoa. officially released. Yeah. So that was shown at E3. That was shown at E3. But right. behind closed doors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so pumped for that game. I couldn't get into it. Last year I tried. I couldn't get in because I missed my reservation time. Mm. And then um, people were walking around E3 with the... They gave away that cyberpunk statue. The girl with the razor arms. Oh, man. Like statue like that big. And I saw people carrying them. I actually walked up to a couple of people and said, Hey, do you want to sell that? And no <laughs> one would sell it to me. <laughs> and then I looked on eBay the next week. They are going for about six $700. Just yeah. that free statue they got. That might be worth it. It's pretty damn cool. So, anyway... Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, I know we're going to see Cyberpunk, so that's probably the thing I'm most excited for. That and Halo Infinite for me, mm -hmm. of course. Um, but your point's valid. I would love to see a surprise, something we completely don't expect. Right. Bioshock would be right up there, top among them, mm -hmm. um, as well as any returning IPs that I really, really crave. Banjo-Kazooie, 
I'm dying to hear something about a new Banjo-Kazooie. I remind everyone that the IP was renewed in November. Um, so I just hope something's coming. And that's just not nonsense. Um, How many Banjo games do they have? There's like three or four three. of them, right? Yeah, okay. yeah there's, well, there's, there's one and two, and then there's Nuts and Bolts. And Nuts and Bolts was not really like a part three. It was different. It was like a partial platformer, partial crafting game. I think that's the one I played. I remember playing that. It was where you could build your, your cars, your cars and, stuff, and stuff. Vehicles, yeah. yeah. That was one of the first games I played with my kids. Some of the one of the first games they played oh, okay. was Nuts and Bolts. It's a good game. Yeah, it's it, actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's a good game. Got rated well. It's just not, it's not Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> it's not the the 3D platformer that made them famous. Right. Um, the original is timeless. But um, anyway. So yeah, um, I don't know. Stay tuned. Like I said, uh, as we get back on track with the three of us, we will um, we'll have a full E3 breakdown in the coming weeks. But I just thought it'd be cool to talk about most anticipated Witcher news. I don't think we're gonna get. I would love it, of course, but you know, maybe, maybe they'll they'll pop in like the Netflix stuff. You know, I'll take that. You know, maybe it'll just <laughs> that's that's confirmed to be launching this year. That's I mean, this that's, year. That's yeah. coming, and it's gonna be better than Game of Thrones. I'll tell you that right now. I have no idea what's gonna happen with that. You know, if there was anybody else. Other than Henry Cavill, then have you do you see the picture of him? Gosh, you don't like it? I mean, I, with with the beard, yes, it's pretty nice. <laughs> Without the beard, I want to punch him. And I feel like I could take him. So, he's a pretty strong dude. <laughs> you know, listen, he's not Superman. No, no, no he's no. not Superman. He's but. not Superman. No, bring it, Cavill. <laughs> I'm in um, to Kansas. Yeah, the the good thing about um about that um is that the people who the writers of the show. Zapkowski is a uh, consultant on the show, so he's helping. Um, but they're going directly from the books, all the source material. Nice. And um, it it's just set up to be a, a really big win. Yeah, so. you, you know who did that too? Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah until, until they didn't. Until they didn't. Until look, they didn't. Yeah, until someone someone posted on the Witcher Reddit today. I don't know who you are, so but cheers on this post. Mm. They post. I'm so glad that all the Witcher books are already written. <laughs> oh, maybe that was like, the that's, problem. That's classic. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Anyway. All right. So I think that about wraps us up for what we want to talk about tonight, right? Yeah. So uh, a few things just to take note of, guys. So we kind of mentioned this controller thing. Um, we are going to do next week, we're going to schedule right here. Um, we are going to do what we consider a definitive comparison of the PlayStation 4 aftermarket controllers. So uh, Dan and I are both going to be involved in this, do the video together, and we're going to have the Astro C40, the Scuff Vantage, and the Nacon Revolution Pro. Uh, the only one we don't have is the Razer, um, which frankly I'm not a fan of, so I don't think it it's up in that echelon. I know some people will disagree with me. Of course, have you used it? I haven't used the Razer. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan at all, so we're, we're not including that one because neither of us own it. But the thing here to keep in mind is, uh, as usual from us, we're both using them, extensive kind of play with all of them, and uh, it's obviously not paid promotions. We bought these ourselves right, mm -hmm. and use them. So a uh, little different from what you may see out there on YouTube today. And then uh, with E3 coming up, I, I, like we do the past several years that we've been up, is uh, we have the full schedule of all the E3 conferences um, in worldwide time zone chart on the site. I put it up today. It's official, all the conferences, no matter what time zone you're in. So feel free to save a copy somewhere. It comes in really handy next month when you get to that weekend before E3 and the conferences start and you're somewhere in Europe or you're somewhere in Asia and you know, you're trying to figure out when all these things are going to be online and where you can watch them. So that's up as well if you want to go check that out. Uh, like I said, Mortal Kombat, uh, formal review coming later this week as well. 
I'm writing that one. Got about 40-ish hours in the game now. Full story done, crypt done, a whole bunch of time invested. So um, great stuff there. Um, and that about wraps us up. That's it, man. Yeah, that's it. So episode 57, as always, guys. Um, Ainsley Bowden, you can find me on Twitter. Ainsley Bowden, Porsche Power. Um, Dan Rodriguez. Dan Rodriguez. Uh, and Something. On Twitter. <laughs> on something on Twitter. Look yeah. them up. You'll find them. Yeah. Uh, Season Gaming. And uh, we'll give a shout out for Burt Signs as well. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Cheers.